Uh, Oscar. Oscar, are you, hmm? you going to do the intro or oh, are you just yeah. going to keep eating chicken? No, yeah, fine. Um, <sighs> welcome, I guess, to the Miles Offside podcast, where we are literally three people talking. My name is Oscar Puente. Not that it matters, because the sum total of our actions is one big shrug echoing through the infinite cosmos in a big chaotic universe that cares nothing about us. Uh, with me, as always, are Chuck and Ian. Hey, guys. Hi, Chuck. A good weekend, then, bud. <laughs> <laughs> that was dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> you feeling okay, you Chief? Okay? Mate, you right? <sighs> yeah, doing great. I got my sippy cup. Full of, uh, it's from KFC. The readers can't, or the viewers, whatever. Who the, the people over there. The readers? Yeah, I don't know. KFC cup. It's full mm. of just soda, I promise. And depression. <laughs> the secret ingredient uh, is tears. Jesus, mm. Oscar, pull it together. <laughs> yeah. What, oh, podcast. Hi, podcast. Hello, <laughs> people. Uh, let's do it. What do you guys... Yeah. Yeah, no, we're we're ready. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, no, let's we're go. we're good, mate. It's just, oh, we're in it. Are you, okay, cool. Are you there yet? I don't. Uh, news. Yeah. News. Okay. Yeah, let's do let's do news. Oh, uh, let's start off with um. Intro it properly. Yeah, fine. Uh, news. Right. Rapid fire news. Do do do. Yay. Um. The cheese room. It's it's dead. There's well, not. Right, hang not on. Doing... No, you need to give that the gravitas it deserves. Go on, Oscar. What's right. wrong with the cheese room? Oh, the VIP cheese room at the new Spurs stadium has melted away. Just like the rest of our dreams and hopes. <laughs> it is a metaphor. It's a good metaphor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No cheese, yeah. no joy. This is from The Guardian. The title is Unbelievable, so that's pretty nice, I guess. Puns are <laughs> I good. Do that. The stadium project has been beset by delays and difficulties. That's a fucking <laughs> understatement. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. We don't really do much news in our news segment, but that one definitely <laughs> probably shouldn't make the cut. There have been problems with Spurs Stadium. It feels like every other week there's problems with the stadium. It's like a recurring segment at this point. It's like, yeah. what's going on with Spurs Stadium? It's not going to open yet. Nothing! That's, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've taken, now they've taken away the only positive as well. Yeah, yeah. so Mauricio Pochettino said uh, his gut feeling was that it would be tough to move in before the end of the season... It is the insides of the executive level diners that are now of the utmost concern. Because when your fans are, you know, rioting over still playing at Wembley almost a year after promising them that they'd be watching Champions League matches at the new stadium, <laughs> the uh, executive level dining room is the most important thing. Well, I mean, I'm interested in the cheese room. So, yes, yes, it is. Couldn't give a toss about the rest of the stadium. No, but apparently there is still tons to do. Still ton. Stilton. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Hello. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, that's that's good on that one. Next oh, story. Oh, there's no cheering Oscar up, is there? That was a solid cheese pun. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you really hit that one for six. I got my sippy cup. That's cheering me up. That's all we need. Oh, sounds like it is. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, uh... Jaden Sancho missed um, the Borussia Dortmund flight was delayed because he forgot his passport. Did you guys see that? It was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. oh, no. What happened? Oh, well. 
Uh, they had a flight to London because they're playing Tottenham, and he's 18, so he forgets things sometimes, I guess, and he forgot his passport, and so he had to go home and get it when they were late to fly. So, But they're still uh, they're still playing the match, so they weren't that late. So I guess it doesn't really matter. <laughs> wow, this is going to be a very nihilistic podcast. Oh, my <laughs> Come on, put, pull yourself up, Oscar, come on. We can do this. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's do go. This. I got Come this. On, okay, guys. okay. Next story. Aaron Ramsey is getting paid 400000 a week to join Juventus. <laughs> I know. The, yeah. The best sick pay ever. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot of fucking money, right? Yeah, to, to probably not play football. Four hundred grand uh, a week. He's 28. Chuck, aren't you 28? Yeah. Yeah, you making 400000 a week? Nah, not so much. Uh that sucks. That was <laughs> 400. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. oh, Mourinho's got a football show on Russia now. You guys see that? <laughs> yeah, no. is it a football show? Or? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, Manchester United ex-manager and soon-to-be Chelsea manager. Give it a few weeks. Jose Mourinho <laughs> is to host his own show on Russian TV channel RT, formerly known as Russia Today. Mourinho 56 will provide analysis of Champions League games in the fortnightly football program. I'm going to talk about football. What else did you think I was going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he pissed off at being asked about his new show? Oh, Unbelievable. <laughs> How long do you think the show will last? Well, not long based on that quote. Yeah. No, probably not so much. Who do you think's in better shape right now? Mourinho trying to host his show or me trying to get through this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you think he's just going to come on and talk about the futility of our actions in a chaotic universe? Or do you think they'll have him comment on uh, United matches? Paul Pogba hat trick, and he's like, uh, I didn't see that match, so I can't really talk about it. Presumably, for a little while, he won't be able to talk about United. Yeah, legally, is that, is he a, is that a worldwide to? thing? I don't know. I don't... There's got to be a reason he's gone to Russia and nowhere else. Well, yeah. Well, laws don't apply. Yeah, don't and then laws. <laughs> Roman will be right down the hallway, too, so convenient (laughs) for the inevitable third stint at Chelsea it's coming boys it's coming I'd take him back I will get to it Um, of course you would (laughs) because you're like an abused partner (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is definitely the feeling I'm getting off you at the minute he was just he was just having a bad day. He just he I shouldn't have answered that. <laughs> he can change. He changed. I, I promise. I know he'll change this time. <laughs> this is pretty dark. <laughs> you led us down this path, buddy. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, jokes aside, a bit of a more serious story. Uh, World Cup winning goalkeeper Gordon Banks has died at age eighty-one. As the uh, as the two English guys, resident English hosts of the podcast, do you guys care to share your thoughts on uh, Gordon Banks and his passing? Yeah, well, obviously, as the goalkeeper who um, was in goal for the 1966, our only World Cup victory, I mean, he's always going to have a place in English football, English football fans' hearts, isn't he? It was sort of him, and then later on, Shilton, and then to a lesser extent, Seaman. They were like the last ones who had really long sort of stints as the mm. keeper keeper who was a safe pair of hands, quite literally. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really sad. I mean, it's, there's certain things that just... Transcend age, no matter what you say. Um, and like the 1970 save to Pele's header yeah. is 
still just one of the best saves ever. And like, yeah, that's the only thing about him that I know is that one save because you, you just have seen that clip around on the internet. Yeah, I mean, it's just instinctive and just, I'm not sure he even knew it happened. It's just, but it's absolutely phenomenal. And do you remember that game? What were you, were you like, <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> yeah. Were you yeah. working your first job, trying to get that bicycle or? Yeah, yeah, just come back from the coal mine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it is very sad because, I mean, it seems like um, literally everyone's got really nice words to say about him off the pitch as well. Sounds like he was a really supportive guy, and him and him and Pele were great friends as well. After after that, they um, did lots of sort of charity stuff together, and were always uh, very pally with each other. So yeah, it's it's very sad. He had a good run at eighty one, but um, he'll certainly uh, certainly always have a place in English fans' hearts. I would have thought. All right, that should be the podcast for this week. So we'll see you guys uh, <laughs> next week. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a cheery one. <laughs> no. All right. What bye. comes after news? No, no. What? No. Talk what? about the football. No, I don't want to. <laughs> you, you can't, can't make, make me. me. <laughs> it's like a bad. You're not my yes, real dad. I hate this house. This place is a prison. Stop being so pathetic. <laughs> and get no. on with it. No. 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 Stop. Stop. Oscar. <laughs> Stop it. I'll do it. Right. Man City. Six. <sighs> Chelsea nil. Uh, nil. Oh nil. god! So you guys saw that Six, too? Nil. I thought it was just me. No, yeah, it's been no, around a happened. bit. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah, it didn't just stop when you when you woke up, buddy. It wasn't uh, a <laughs> dream. You did not dream that dream. It's been a few days now, and I have not been sleeping well because of this fucking team. <laughs> like, literally, jokes aside, like I have been having stress dreams about goddamn Chelsea Football Club and the players and sorry and like. I just can't. I can't turn it off. I can't. It just plays in my yeah. head on a loop. I'll, uh, I can try and cheer you up if you like. I've made a little list of positives for Chelsea. Oh, good. Yes, hear let's hear yeah? it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So n- number one, Sarri might go. Yay! I mean, that's that's a positive for you. You, you firmly in the Sarri out. Um, yeah. num- number two, Ross Barkley's assist. Brilliant. He did good, good assist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good looping header. Yeah, it's good for England too. That one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Learning off uh, Steven Gerrard. <laughs> And three, West London's nice, isn't it? Yeah. So there you go. And they've got their own stadium. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. We don't have nope. a cheese room, but we have a stadium at least. So. So, something to aim for. Yeah. So that was pretty fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> as I said last week, at least it'll be something to watch. Yes. And it, and it, was, <laughs> it was quite a it's treat. Definitely that. Our worst loss in 28 years um, is pretty bad. I guess I don't know. I mean, four nil inside twenty five minutes is a bit. Yeah, that was that was a good start. That was a fun. Start. <laughs> that was good. And what I really like is is when you play against Man City is when is when managers give give them the room behind um, the defense because um, because yep. they mm-hmm. they really don't like that. They don't like to operate in a ton of space and uh, smash teams into oblivion. No, push up, go toe to toe. Why not? Why yeah. not? When Aguero missed that sitter, I was like, oh, we might get back into... No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Oh, there it is. He scored from 40 yards out. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Hell of a goal. Jesus yeah. Christ. Right? I mean, it's going to get lost in the, all the other storylines of that day, but that is some goal for Aguero. Yeah, it's very hard to describe the logic if you took pictures of him at the two spots and showed, like, this guy will miss yeah. from here, but he will score from here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um I was instantly reminded of the fact that we scouted him for two years. 
almost signed him and then decided to pass when he was very, very young and still playing alongside Fernando Torres at Atletico Madrid, only to then see him get signed by Man City and go on to be their record goal scorer. So that was a nice reminder of those, you know, mm. that lovely little fact. Yeah. No, uh, jokes aside, full credit to City. They fucking destroyed us. We talked a bunch last week about how, like, oh, have they actually turned it around? They did well against Arsenal, but blah, 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 blah. They saw their chance, and they smashed it home. Yeah, that's a real, absolute real statement. Like, it's it's one thing when you play against, like, Huddersfield or, like, lower table kind of dross and, and blow them away. But when it's... Yeah, even we beat Huddersfield 5-0, so... <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, so it's not really saying much, beating Huddersfield. But... Yeah, to blow them away 6-0 and, and using that again to ramp up the goal difference and, and keep them on, on top of the league, um, especially in this yeah. two-week break we have at the minute, is, is really yeah. important. And we got knocked down to sixth on goal difference, so it mattered to us too. Like at 5-0, I was like, please, just at least fucking stay above Arsenal. Like, <laughs> ugh. And Adam was, Adam P, our, our friend, I guess, uh, resident punching bag. <laughs> Adam <laughs> was chatting shit on Twitter, and I was like, "Just remember, you assholes are still beneath us somehow oh. in the table." And yeah. then, of course, the sixth one went in, and now we're tied on goal difference, yeah. and they've scored more goals. And so, on the third tiebreaker, we're beneath them in sixth place. And uh-huh. Chelsea were horrible. What did you guys like? What did you think? <laughs> it was a great game. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> David Luiz masterclass. Um, oh, here we go. Marcus Alonso, he's great. <laughs> Players playing in positions. Yep, oh, they're definitely playing in positions. <laughs> Just it's crap positions. That's the fucking thing, right? Like, they were doing what Sorry told them to do. When I saw that goddamn lineup, and it's exactly what I talked about. Like, literally what I fucking talked about last week was like, oh, they're going to take the wrong lessons from this 5-0 on Huddersfield, and they're going to push on with the system and push on with the players, and fucking lo and behold... Alonzo starts, and two minutes in, he falls asleep defending, and I was—I even tweeted, I was like, oh good, he's getting his bad defending out of the way early. <laughs> and like, they, they maybe didn't execute perfectly, but like, they did what he told them. That was like their tactical system, and Pep just like, fully found all the holes in it, and, and just destroyed it. Like, Well, I, I don't know, the one, the one kind of constant in all of Chelsea's flounderings, as much as you say... Uh, obviously with the defence and Marcus Alonso and whatever you riff on, but every game where they've been blown away, and, and especially against the big teams, it seems like they've just man-marked Jorginho and then that's it, gone. You, you don't need to be a complete tactical whiz you know, to, to exploit the hole. And I, and I think if Sarri's system is so, so heavily reliant on Jorginho, then there's something wrong there. That if just one player getting taken out of the game destroys the whole thing. I've I've never seen a tactical system be figured out so quickly by other managers or or not not just a player even like it seemed to take everyone nearly a season to react to Salah and everyone seems to have figured this out in half a season yeah it's it's ridiculous and like they as you said Chuck they man marked him on defense and then in attack they just played an inverted 4-3-3 so they had one guy on the left of him and one guy on the right of him and they knew that he wasn't going to be able to cover both and so they just always had a man open playing between the midfield and the defensive line and they and they would spread it wide and then they would cut it back and it was just chance after chance after chance like even the ones that they didn't put away they were getting open looks at the penalty spot left and right like it was so obvious to everyone what exactly was happening and then sorry comes out afterwards and he's like oh you still need time with the system 
still he still believes in the system and i'm like how much more fucking evidence does this guy need like but honestly like we've we've spent so much time talking about sorry and the system and his stubbornness and i do want him gone and i honestly was expecting him to be fired by the time we recorded today um mm-hmm. but it looks like they might keep him around and back him again in the summer i think you kind of have to at this point or it's whether whether chelsea are doing that thing of they're going to give their youth players a bit of a chance now uh, potentially well he doesn't but... want to give the youth players a chance so i don't see how that's going to work out chelsea have sacked sacked managers in february haven't they in their first season before i mean oh yeah, yeah avb yeah. uh avb made it to like march 2nd or something right okay but yeah and yeah. this this very much does remind me of that AVB season, which we went on to win the Champions League and the FA Cup at the end of that season. So <laughs> that was pretty nice. But like, yeah. that was dark, dark days at Chelsea. That Like we, the yeah. fan community was poisonous like it is right now. Because he came in, he was like tactically rigid. He played a high line, but without actually putting press on, which again, it sounds like what Sarri's kind of doing. Yeah. And we had slow central defenders, which we don't now, actually. Luis and Rudiger are pretty fast, but that's not the problem. With AVB, it was that ridiculous high line with JT in there who just couldn't run back to like get ahead of the play again. And, you know, he he eventually got fired. So my hope is that he'll be fired soon. Um, but who knows? But I, I think, like, this loss was so bad that it, like, shook me to the core as a Chelsea fan, in terms of like getting very, I know, Chuck's just laughing. <laughs> I didn't have to chuck it. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Oh, I was watching the whole game thinking like, Chelsea are the Crystal Palace of the top six. This is great. <laughs> You're right here with us, bud. Congratulations on supporting a shit team. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even like when we were in like 16th place, that last Mourinho season where they quit on the t- manager, like, yeah. I wasn't as just hopeless and defeated as I am right now. But the point I was getting towards is that like this, I think a lot of Chelsea fans, myself included, this is allowing us to sort of coalesce or reflect on like much bigger picture things that are going on at this club, specifically the players. Because like post the old guard era, which is what we always refer to. um, That's how we refer to like John Terry, Ashley Cole, Frank Lampard, Didier Drogba, Petr Cech, like those core guys. Mm Mm-hmm. The era since them has been marked by these ridiculous up and downs. Like, we win the league, then we come in ninth. We win the league, then we come in sixth. And, like, it's that absurd up and down. And this now, because they clearly have quit on Sari, And he's highly culpable in all this. We've we've dedicated hours and hours to how Sari's like, highly culpable in this fucking situation. But this is the third time that this group of players quits on a manager. And it's just like, fuck it. Will tank until he gets fired, mm-hmm. and they know that he's gonna like it. And so, what does that say about they have like? I hate to sound like a proper football kind of fan, but they have no fucking pride in the badge. Like, even if you don't like your manager, in what other fucking job are you like? Oh, I don't like my boss, so I'm just gonna show up and do a bad job. Mm. Like, no, fuck you. You get fired for that. Everyone else in the world, everyone hates their boss. But not literally everyone. I actually have a really good boss, but like <laughs> most people in most jobs are like, this fucking fuckwit is a fucking asshole. Like they hate their boss. And you know what? Shut up and go do your job and just show up to work. And these guys just don't. They fucking don't. Like, and it's not like, okay, Mourinho's a prick. Fine. Conte seems like a prick. Fine. Sorry seems stubborn. Fine. But like how many managers in a row can you excuse the players and be like, 
yeah, I didn't like the manager, so they quit on him. I I think we have to like really deeply reevaluate at Chelsea, like if we want these players around anymore, if we're going to sell some of them in the summer, and like even on this podcast over the World Cup and more recently, we the when we talk about Eden Hazard, what's the thing that we always say about Eden Hazard? You can go miss him for weeks. There it is. Yeah, when he's on, he's one of the best players in the world, but. When he switches off, and he definitely has that off switch, he'll go missing for weeks. That's exactly right. And so, like, when you build a team around him, and he should... How has he not had a Ballon d'Or nomination? That's insane to me. He's one of the most talented players I've ever seen play, let alone at Chelsea. And he doesn't have that nomination because he's never pushed himself to the next level. Because he's happy to just, like, exist. And he doesn't have that drive. He doesn't have that Drogba fucking grit and he's he's won chelsea players player of the year once once how is that that's mad that's crazy and so when you build the team around him william has won that award more times than hazard in the time that they've been at the club together (laughs) (laughs) and i and i I like william he hasn't been great recently but like that's fucking absurd william is nowhere near the level of eden hazard and so when you build your team around him, and he is the beating heart of this team, they give him the ball and they say, do amazing things. And we build our tactical systems until sorry, really, around trying to get the most out of Eden Hazard and help him push on to that next level. When you build a team around him and then that team quits on managers three times in a row, like those two things are related, you know? And so even a month ago, the thought of him leaving for Real Madrid would have been like fucking appalling to me. Like, would have wanted to throw up in my mouth. And now I'm like, I wonder if ultimately we're going to view Eden Hazard as like a failed project at Chelsea because he was so amazing, but he never pushed on. It's ridiculous to say we've won the title twice in the last five years. Like, we've won three FA Cups since he came. It's been a good run, but this up and down, just fucking, they don't care right now. They just don't. And it's the third time this has happened. In what, four years? Yeah, it's exactly like you said. They do really well one season and then they get sick of it. And yeah, it's it just a, there's a bit of a collapse. So yeah, I'm just wondering if it would be a better thing for the, for Chelsea to actually cash in on Eden Hazard because you know Real will come in with a ton of money and and they yeah, can absolutely. they can use that and, and bring in someone because you're, you're exactly right. I think from a from a player of that caliber, you need consistency, like. When when do you ever say that like Sergio Aguero has gone missing for ages? No, he's just always there. Mo Salah since he's come back in the Premier League, you know, there's just there are players out there who for the top top money, they they need to be worth it, you know. Alexis Sanchez isn't. Meza Özil isn't. Eden Hazard is kind of in in a way in that bracket. It's a bit of a harsher way to say it, but he's in that kind of bracket of well, are they really worth the money and the and the the energy and and like exactly like you said, building a team around someone who, well, you know, they're likely to go off for weeks at a time, which is going to crumble the whole team. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not trying to like. I think most other clubs, most other fans in the world would be like, "You have Eden Hazard. What are you complaining about? He's amazing." But like, that's how embarrassing this loss was. That's how much like I don't know, ashamed on behalf of the players I am. That I'm like, do we? Did we make a mistake in 2013 bringing in Eden Hazard and making him the centerpiece of this team? Do we, 10 years from now, look back on this and be like, ooh, that was actually probably a misstep? 
I think I immediately go back to basketball because that's like what I I've been a basketball fan longer than I've been a, a soccer fan. And there have been multiple times in the history of the Knicks who are, for some context for our English friends, historically terribly run. Just one of the most mismanaged sports teams in the fucking world. And they keep going out and signing really, really talented players who are, and I'm not saying this is Eden Hazard, but they'll go and they'll sign a really amazing player who doesn't play well with others. And in basketball, that's super, super important because there's only five of you. And they'll make them like the marquee signing, the star player for five seasons, and they don't make the playoffs for five seasons or one of those five times. And it's like, yes, he's great, but the knock-on effects are, I don't know, man. I don't fucking know anymore. Like, what do you think? Like, would you, do you, am I going crazy? Am I just like driving myself crazy right now? Or <sighs> Yeah, I mean, we're slightly letting you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. There is a, there is an aspect of this is this is quite something to listen to. <laughs> but um, like earlier, I flicked on Sky and there was um, a Chelsea Man U game from the 2014-15 season, and I watched it for a little while. And you had like Drogba, Terry, Ivanovic. And I was just like the difference because I only watched the highlights of uh, Man City Chelsea again. Yeah. today as well and the difference was unbelievable just in level of heart and uh yeah so it you're not you're not out of left field at all to say what you're saying um it's just it's just amazing that you're talking about a a Chelsea team like that but you you you're absolutely right definitely I don't yeah so where where do we go from here like let's say you guys are Mr. Fix-It and Roman hires you for however fucking much money and says, okay, fix my team. How much money? All of it. <laughs> 400k Sick. a week. All I'm of in. the money. Yeah. In. In. Whatever he needs me to do. What do you, what's, what's your, as an outside perspective, because I think I'm really close to this situation and it's hard to get sort of objective about it. What is the fix here? It's throw a fuckload of money at it. Okay. That's that's just what it is because that's that's how football is and and for the simple reason and as you said earlier and what has been the case with Chelsea for far 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 too long is they have this unbelievable wealth of talent coming up and coming through that just dissipates and and gets farmed out into different parts of the football league or you know transferred to other clubs and they they never ever get a chance. So the reality is if with Chelsea still operating in that way the way they're going to get better is to throw a load of money at it because they're never going to give those young talented players a chance and yeah. not on a wholesale method. Now, I if they, I think it's more likely that Sarri could get the younger players to buy into the system, which is why it is weird that he's not, you know, he's not playing them so much because he can have more of an influence on them. If they truly wanted to do like, you know, the basketball style of thing as well and, and, and they have in American sports, which is obviously like rebuilding years, why why wouldn't you just have like a mass clear out and and start something fresh it's it's so hard you've got players that are in the peak of their career have always played in a certain way in a particular way and and know how to play for them to completely change to an italian style which is very very mental mm-hmm. um very taxing very tactical um to get them to switch to that kind of method it's it's quite jarring and it's hard um you know, playing playing the best defensive midfielder in the world as an attacking player. You know, it doesn't. That's not to say he doesn't do a good job there. However, what they, what Chelsea needed in that game was to just go right, 
Kante sit in front of the back four yeah. and just yeah. shuttle and protect because we're getting dicked here. And the fact, what really alarms me is the fact that that didn't happen after yeah. 2-0 just to go, right, this is getting silly now because yeah, it's, it's very early. Control. Yeah, exactly. You already have to be in damage limitation mode. And the fact that Sarri had stayed so dogmatic to that. He's and so just stubborn. Belligerently He's so fucking stubborn. does it. Uh, maybe he just needs to, maybe they need to let him smoke. Maybe they just need to like let him sneak <laughs> like 20 Benson. <laughs> 20 Benson on the side, just... <laughs> yeah. And away you go. And then maybe he'll sort it out because, you know, his head's clearly not there because he keeps w- wondering when he's going to go for a cigarette. That's probably why he didn't stay and shake Pep's hand as well, but... Yeah, he's yeah. desperate. Ugh, what a prick. <laughs> at, what, at one point during the match, and, like, I must have tweeted 900 just sarcastic, angry tweets. I don't even remember all of them, but one of them that did get a few likes was... Um, Oh, good. Now you're subbing off Alonzo 73 minutes late, you cigarette-eating clown man. (laughs) (laughs) And I got a few chuckles from a couple of Chelsea fans that I know. They were like, oh, you know, clown man was nice. But I I don't – yeah. I mean, fuck sorry. Like, fuck him. I've been done with him. I don't want to dedicate any more fucking vocal space on this podcast to talking about him. So whatever. I'm I'm with you on that. Should have changed the system, but he's never going to. He's never going to change, so fuck him. Whatever. But like – I think the bigger concern to me is the players at this point. And I and you say they need to inject money, and I, I agree with you fully. Um, it's alarming for a couple of reasons. One, we don't have a director of football. So there's yeah. no one at the club who's making those decisions in a sort of organized – like there's no one whose job it is to oversee yeah. the big picture of transfers and the squad and build it up. So that's obviously a huge fucking problem. Other problem is that there's – Roman – who's more than willing to give money to the club when he needs to. That's It's not like he's cheap, but he's setting aside the money for if they can get that new stadium, sort of get all the legal roadblocks out of the way to build it. So they seem to be in a sort of holding pattern in terms of not spending that much on transfers recently because, again, they want to be able to inject money through the stadium because he doesn't have infinite money. Like, he's rich as hell, but... And I think back to that to like 05 and 06, those two summer windows, they signed Ashley Cole, they signed Essien, they signed Balak, they signed uh, Maluda, they signed Ivanovic, they signed Carvalho. Memories. All those, that that was in two summers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That was in two summers that they built that squad. God damn it. They were the foundations of a dynasty. And the way we were. Right? They were the foundations of a dynasty in two windows. Uh-huh. And the window that they had in 13, 12 and 13, the, right after winning the Champions League, they brought in Lukaku, they brought in De Bruyne, they brought in Juan Mata, they brought in Oscar, they brought in Hazard, obviously. And, they, and I remember writing an article for Chelsea Index saying, we have right here a generation that could be a dynasty if we build it correctly. And then they fucking sold all of them. And now Oscar's yeah. playing in China. Juan Mata's riding away on the United bench. And he's kind of old now, whatever. Lukaku's riding away on the United bench. De Bruyne destroyed us on Sunday. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't trust them at all to build that dynasty because they had that in front of them. And it's not like the fans didn't know. They were like, I remember watching YouTube highlight reels of Kevin De Bruyne playing for Genk the summer before we signed him because they were like, oh, we might sign this kid. And I would I watched it and I was like, holy shit, I'm so excited. And they signed him and he was like a fucking teenager still. And I was like, oh my God, he's so good. This is going to be great. 
and they wasted it. So, like, am I even excited about Pulisic anymore? Or are they going to fuck that up, too? <laughs> the, the Sari project is not inspiring faith in anyone. And it, it's... You know what is weird as well is that they brought him in because obviously like Abramovich can say like oh he likes the way they play etc but he's won nothing in his career nothing yeah so you can go on about Napoli being so great and what have you and playing this amazing football but where did he get him no and I'd take Conte back in a heartbeat and we joke but I really would take Mourinho back too. Like I would no. I know I know, oh, no, but you like would. wait wait, wait. <laughs> no. One, he's great in a cup. He's a cup specialist. And if we can win the Europa League, that's probably our best bet back into the Champions League next year. Two, fuck it, burn it all. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you got there quickly from one. Bring the walls down. Right, Chris Jericho? Like, just fucking (laughs) burn it to the ground. Sell everyone. Just fucking monumentally destroy it. And then we can bring in Frank Lampard and he can be our Ole Gunnar so. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, however the fuck you say his name, <laughs> and he'll come in and we'll and we'll be awesome and it'll be good times. Like I don't know, I don't know. Fuck it, I'm done. Uh, United are good, right? United are very good, and it's sad, but also good. And it's it's ah, I don't want to enjoy watching Man United. I know, I know. I'm with you I on that. Want to? Not in that way again. It's just like oh, for God's sake, why? I wanted Palace to play him when they were shit. Bring back Mourinho for Man United. He can be shit again. (laughs) All right, well, uh, let's wrap up the conversation this way then. If you guys had to predict where Chelsea finish and if they make the Champions League next year, either through Europa or finishing top four, what are your your kind of predictions there? You guys are better than me at predictions, so what? (laughs) Facts. Um, Who have Chelsea got in the Europa League? Malmo. Malmo. Oh, I couldn't name a single player on that squad. So Malmo. I always think of Sesame Street when I hear that name. Um, yeah, I don't... Tickle me Malmo. Tickle me Malmo. Um, I don't know <laughs> um, if... <laughs> I could That's do a really fun. good Elmo impression, by the way. So, there you go. Okay. Do you want to hear it? No. Yep. Oh. You don't want to hear my Elmo! Oh, Oscar! Oscar, you're a grouch! Hey, good, good. Uh, very nice. Better than you anyway. <laughs> but I uh, uh, just have a lovely time. Colin Warlock. Colin Warlock. He done, they done some wins. I'm well happy about. I love that we just grazed past. I didn't. I didn't want to kick you while you're down, Oscar. But no, I don't see Chelsea qualifying for the Champions League right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no Europa and sixth. Yeah. Okay. No, sixth, seventh, maybe eighth. Who knows? Tenth. Burn it all down. Start again. Um, cool. Teams on the rise, though. <laughs> Cardiff coming back with a lovely late win uh, against Southampton, who no one likes, we've decided. I've decided. Yeah, fuck them. Let them go down. Yeah, let them <laughs> go down. Let them go down. Portsmouth sort themselves out and get promoted again. And then we get the proper South Coast derby again and everything will be great. That's it. But um, Mike Dean's fun, isn't he? He's fun. I bloody oh, love... Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Mike <laughs> Dean. Can we all take a moment to appreciate Mike Dean? And the fact that even though he's a massive joke and he loves to strike a pose <laughs> and Vogue... Um, Vogue. 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 Um, he, I think he, he's genuinely the best ref that we've got. Yeah, but you can be the best ref and be a massive bellend. 
I mean, nah, like, but he's he did, funny. When he, Come when on. He gave, when he, he is funny, but when he gave that penalty, it was like the Ronaldo <laughs> celebration where he planted his feet yeah. and just pointed at the spot. Have you seen all the memes insane. that came out of that? Power like, pose. Um, him at stage at Live Aid, pointing yeah. to the crowd. <laughs> Just a ridiculous so figure. And then, like, not giving Aguero the match ball, hiding it behind his back. Yeah. Yeah. You're and in then, your 50s, probably, mate. Come on. Struggling to get the ball out of yeah, his shirt Yeah, get again. the ball out of the back of his shirt. <laughs> like, Aguero's, Aguero's just like, seriously, mate, come on, come on. Do you guys follow at Celebrity Refs? No, no. Oh, What's that? it's what good is? stuff. you got to find it. Yeah. It used to be a lot of different people, um, and now it's mostly turned into a Mike Dean Love Fest for the last, like, season. But anytime like he like brandishes a card with a flourish, they yeah. like they get the gif and they zoom in on it. And so <laughs> it's just like funny videos of referees being super dramatic. Yeah, I just love it. You know, when he doesn't even look, he does like the no look yellow card to the point where some players don't even know yeah, they've been yeah, yeah. booked. Or he holds it like between his fingers <laughs> like a cigarette, like oh come on. Oh probably. yeah, brandishes it like yeah, that. That's yeah. amazing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he loves celebrating an advantage. Oh, if he gives oh, an advantage and you go on and score, <laughs> Dino <laughs> will absolutely go to town. <laughs> there was that classic one at Tottenham, wasn't it, where he sort of <laughs> let them play on and they scored, and he just carried on with his arms out as he <laughs> ran back <laughs> to the centre circle. <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Yeah, at, at, at celebrity refs, you guys would love it. He's okay. absolutely mad, and we love him for it. So I won't have a bad word <laughs> spoken against him. No, he's a delight. He's a genuine delight. He seemed desperate not to give any cards as well, because there was that thing knocking about before, and it was going to be his like hundredth red. Yeah, if he yeah, gave that's yeah, And so he seemed to like kick against that and deliberately just not book anyone. Like, yeah, was... there was a lot of stuff they did, they got away with. There was yeah. loads. let's go. Let's go back to Chelsea for a second. At least get a fucking red card. Show some sort of passion. <laughs> like, just kick someone. Yeah. Do anything. Yeah. That's what you want in a 6-0, don't you? If you go down 6-0, but you lost lost two men, then you're like, that's all right. Yeah, I I was like, you know, if we're going to lo- lose 6-0, we might as well run the fucking score up and have the worst loss ever and send Sari off in style. Like, let's get the <laughs> fucking match called off because we had seven players sent off. Let's throw a couple of own goals in there and lose 15-0. Like, fuck it, let's do this thing. If we're doing this thing, let's do it. Right? <laughs> You're right, Chuck. He's gone full like Wenger, hasn't he? He, he just like you know, just <laughs> deliberately wants his team to lose now, just as it happens. All right. Do we have we uh, heard from any listeners or anything actually fun to talk about? <laughs> How many questions about Chelsea? Oh God, yeah. Do I even want this? <laughs> <laughs> it's. Do you know what? They've not been too bad to you, actually. Oh, thank They've you. Not been too bad. Thank They've you, listeners. Not. We have. Yeah, we've been terrible. I've, I've just been enjoying this. Yeah, this used to be a safe space. and Nope, never was. Never advertised as such. I, I'm, I'm thinking back to like the really uh, emotional day after Germany got knocked out where I was sitting in my car eating KFC and you guys were like, come on, <laughs> vent for us. We got you little little nugget. We'll keep you safe. <laughs> and now it's like, ah, you prick, Chelsea lost <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, we have had, we have had some, so... Um... Adam P says hashtag Rafa in. Um, <laughs> get out. That's the only, okay. Fine. Fuck you. Uh, that's the only time. The day it was Thanksgiving, two thousand twelve, because we had won the Champions League, and then they gave Di Matteo the job, and then they fired him in November. Speaking of firing managers super fast, and they appointed Rafa fucking Benitez, and that that day, that specific moment. I was like, nope, uh-uh, I can't even, like, I was walking around in a haze for, like, a week, 
just the like betrayal of the fans like that was the worst that's the only thing that's been worse than this week in terms of being a chelsea fan is that that fucking appointment so thanks for bringing that up adam thanks adam next <laughs> adam p's been through some health problems recently he sent us a very nice message so i'd yeah. like to say uh that adam p get well soon and we love you despite what oscar says <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I just really wanted to put the dichotomy of that. I knew you'd go <laughs> fucking mental when you heard Rapperin. I enjoyed that. Oh, dear. Oh, Thanks right. So, um, yeah, hang on. I'm just flicking through questions here. Um, we, we had a brief uh, biscuit chat uh, last week, and um, Sam Danby came in with a nomination for the best biscuit for dipping, but he doesn't name them. He just sent us a photo. They're from Ikea. And they're like these oat things with chocolate in the middle. He said um, it melts slightly in the cup when you dip it and it crumbles less than a team from London wearing blue. This is good biscuit chat. This is good stuff. This is good Well played, Sam. Sam, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Oscar's face, yeah. Oscar's face, like when you start talking about food, generally he like sits forward and he's yeah. like, oh, I kind of want to know like about, oh. Meat mop, you are sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beep boop. Never seen you so angry, sad. <laughs> it is a confusing combination of anger and yeah, sadness. It's like, don't know what I go to from do zero to hundred back to zero very fast. Like it's just. Oh dear. He did. He did actually say that uh, we mentioned custard creams, but of equal class. Um, he says the the bourbon. He thought the bourbon biscuit might come up. I love a bourbon. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a basic bitch biscuit, but I like it. It like, is a, it is a it's very good, basic oh, bitch. Like if you're if yeah, someone yeah. brings out a plate of biscuits, like chances are there's gonna be, you know, like a, your nans or whatever. She makes you a cup of tea. And she brings, oh, I've got some biscuits. There's always gonna be a. Bourbon. You just call your nan a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> ah, she's the worst. <laughs> Fucking nan, am I right? Oh, uh. She's not bringing out bourbons. It's Oreos, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. At your house, I figured it'd be just Twix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course they do. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. It. Homemade. In yeah, the kitchen to the old Twix. recipe. The old recipe. The old recipe, yeah. yeah. Chuck, <laughs> is it left Twix or right Twix? Which one do you... What, what is this thing? I don't understand. What, <sighs> what is left Twix, right Twix? What is it? Well, over here, they literally sell it in packages that say left Twix or right Twix. Are they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I only ever buy left Twix. If you buy right Twix, you're a prick. Dave Mateo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Wow. Okay. Uh, next yeah. question. Well, no, I'm sticking with Sam Danby. Another reason is because Sam Danby gave us a five-star review. So he is now a friend of the pod. Sam, Sam, Sam and, Danby. And he did that from Norway. So hey. come on, Norway. Oh, he's, he's the Norwegian <laughs> he's listener. The one. He's the one. He's the Norwegian listener, yeah. Incidentally, we're like... Other countries have overtaken Norway now, but what? Sam Danby's review might... Yeah, we've got more listeners in Ireland and France now. You know what? It's because we talked about the national anthem in France. That's why. I know. It, it genuinely went up a bit after we spoke about that. They have a good national anthem, so... Yeah, here's a solid national anthem. Ireland, I don't... I don't... <laughs> you're, not sure, you're not sure about Ireland. I don't know what's going on there, but... Thanks. Have a bit of crack listening to the pod? Have a bit of crack? Yeah, isn't that... Is that Ireland or is that Scotland? Well, I mean, no, that's Ireland. Yeah, it's Ireland, but it's just the <laughs> it's way just, you said it made yeah, it sound like you meant drugs, hard drugs. But it was, yeah. 
Both. Whichever makes you happy, honestly. I'm not here to judge. I got my sippy cup, so I got no one to judge. <laughs> uh, he said as well, um, apparently Norwegians drink the second most coffee in the world. That can't possibly be true, can it? Who drinks the most? Thanks for giving us half a fact, Sam. Yeah, Sam needs to really come through and say, say what the first. But that sounds bizarre, doesn't it? Between Italians, Colombians, the whole of South America. You know, just, that sounds can't be true, can it? Yeah, there's a lot of cocaine in South America. So maybe they don't drink oh, so right, much so coffee. Oh, right, so they don't need the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> just ship it out to us. Yeah, okay, right. Finland. Sorry? Finland. It's Finland. Finland and then Norway. Yeah, Finland does 12 kilograms per capita. Norway is 9.9. Iceland is 9. Denmark is 9. Follow up. What does per capita mean? Per, per person. Per per... Like, what? It, well, yeah, but a year, yeah? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I doubt it's 15 kilos of coffee a day. <laughs> yeah. I think they'd be dead. Either yeah. that or the whole of Finland would just vibrate off of the planet. <laughs> Still sounds like a lot. It's a lot. 15 kilos... Per person per year, kilograms. 15. So, I mean... A standard, no, 12, 12, 12. If you have like a double espresso thing like in, in a coffee shop, it's about 14 grams or so. So if you say like 15 grams, that's... Of coffee, yeah. That's three cups of coffee a day for a year. So I can't, I'm not doing the math in my head. <laughs> it's a thousand yeah, okay, coffees, sure. isn't it? No, no, he's, he's done pretty... Yeah, I think he's done pretty well there. Yeah. That's Thanks. How it's Cheers, guys. <laughs> You're getting divide. a calculator out, aren't you? you yeah, 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 I am. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking prick. Maths. Um, yeah, that's weird. Maybe it's because it's cold there. It is cold there, like proper cold. It is, but I mean, I thought they all drunk like, I don't know, fruit brandies and shit. Am I stereotyping? No, Aquavit. It's everywhere. <laughs> they love it. Yeah. Okay. Schnapps. Uh, well, if you are planning on visiting Sandambi anytime soon and asking for a coffee, the way you say, I am cold, get me a coffee in Norwegian is... Jeg er kaldt Sorry, Sam. Write that down. Sam, write that down. I think, right, he he lives in Norway. He probably knows how to speak. Maybe not. Jesus Maybe he's just Christ. got by all this time, and every time he's really cold, he's like, for fuck's sake, I wish I could order a coffee. He says he's up to five cups a day, so I don't think he's struggling. No, but maybe no. that's because he's making them himself, that he's too ashamed to go into a coffee shop and ask. Ian, what's your coffee order? You weren't here for that. I'm curious. Yeah, I was. Uh, that's a good point, actually. I was horrified to hear you say you have a cappuccino after dinner. Cappuccino's a breakfast coffee. Not over here. Yeah, but I mean, in America, everything's like sugar and milk and twenty ounces and no coffee. And American coffee is garbage. Yeah, no. In the in the morning, it's cappuccino or flat white. Afternoon, black coffee, espresso. Do you have a limit after a certain time? Yeah, because I work so I work so early in the morning, I rarely drink a coffee sort of after like two PM. Wow. Plus at his age he'd have to get up and go to the bathroom like nineteen times. Exactly. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean before then I'm mainlining the shit just to get me through the shift. But <laughs> I mean like yeah, then I do have to have a cut off, otherwise I'm not gonna get to sleep. But yeah. Oh see I have like coffee before going to bed and then fall asleep. Yeah, caffeine doesn't do it for me. No? No, I'm with Chuck on that. If I need, like, an actual energy boost, I have to have a Red Bull, because, like, caffeine doesn't do anything. Oh, sorry. Red Bull. <laughs> you yeah. went a different way with it. <laughs> do you guys have Red Bull over there? Is that a thing? Yeah. I don't fucking know. One of know. the biggest selling soft drinks in the world. I don't know, man. You guys randomly don't have things that I'm like, what? Yeah, you I know, that? I know. So, like, I don't take anything for granted Give me an example that you don't understand what we don't have. Why? Come on, let's bring back Americanisms. We haven't done this in a while. 
Well, ba- baked mac and cheese is barely a, a thing over there. Yeah, no, we're basic bitch again with yeah. our mac and cheese. We really are, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Straight away, first example. There you go. Chuck, Chuck just concedes immediately. <laughs> love it, love it. Um, speaking of American-English differences, uh, Dave Matteo asks, what is the correct pronunciation of Adidas? You just said uh, it. It's Adidas. It's Adidas, isn't it? But it's Adidas, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you ask the company themselves, they would say Adidas. So. Mm-hmm. No, that's it's what the Adidas. American branch say. The German branch, <laughs> where it's from, is Adidas. Das Adidas. Because it's, it's the guy who started it, his name was like Adolf Adi Dassler. Dassler. Yeah. Adi Dassler, yeah. Yeah, so you just said Adi. So there you go. I understand. That, Roof. But that's <laughs> this is like GIF versus GIF. The guy who invented it says it's GIF, but fuck off, it's clearly oh, GIF. Fuck that like, guy. It's GIF. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That guy. That's a graphic. So what if his name was Adidas, Adi Dassler? The company and everyone else now says Adidas. And fuck you guys, you don't count. Not everyone. Not everyone. <laughs> I got it in there. I it's only Americans say Adidas. The one that really pisses me off is when people say Nike instead of oh, Nike. I was, just, I was just about to say Nike or Nike. Well, what do you guys say? Uh, Nike. Nike. Really? Nike? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's I Nike. say Nike. You know what? If fine, you know what? You're being inconsistent then, and so am I. But whatever. No, that matters less. <laughs> if you're saying it's Adidas because that's how it was pronounced when it was Adidasler yeah. in the German, blah blah blah. Nike, yes. is the name for the god of victory in Greek, pronounced the Greek way, winged victory or Nike. Is it? So then okay. the name is Nike. First of all, first of all, yes, very good. Except it's the goddess of victory. And Sorry. in Greek, it would have been pronounced Nikair. So <laughs> Nika or Nik, Nik, yeah, Nikair. Well, whatever. Nike so, is closer. There you go, so. mother of liquor. Try and come in with the classic shit. Pow! Shut you down, bitch. And uh, we've had a question from one of our patrons. How do you say that? Patreon. I was going to ask this. Why is it Patreon? What's e? Why is there an e? I don't know why there's an e in it. I don't know what to call them either. Uh, one of my favorite mispronunciations of that is on the Double Pivot podcast, which has Michael Cayley and Goodman, right. the two mics. When they first made theirs, Goodman, for like weeks, would say Patreon. Oh, <laughs> like, really? oh I like that. Patreon. <laughs> and, he would, and they would, everyone would just tweet at them, be like, it's Patreon. Stop <laughs> saying it weird. And be like, oh, Double Pivot, uh, Patreon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, it's not fucking Patreon. What are you doing? What a weird um, way to say that word. Like. Well, Nike, Nike, whatever. So, uh, one of our one of our Patreons, Patreons, Patron, Patron. Uh, Johnny Worthers, jo- Patron, uh, Johnny Worthers. Yeah, we, we like the French now, so we'll pronounce it French. Why not, Patron? Sure, Patron. Uh, Johnny Worthington. He said he's been invited to his company's centenary party. What company does he work for that's been going for a hundred years? Um, you know where he works? No. Uh, he's a he's a cobbler, isn't he? He is a <laughs> he's a cobbler. He makes shoes. He makes shoes, didn't he, or something? No, he told us he used to be or something. I can't believe that. Does he work for we... Nike? Does he work for Nike or Nike? Or... Do you reckon Nike have cobblers? I doubt they have cobblers. Well, someone has to make the fucking shoes. I don't think they give the children names. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they give the children names in the sweatshops, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, yeah, of course they don't. They don't want to personify them, do they? No, why would um... you? Why would you want emotional attachment? That got dark. <laughs> it's perfect for this fucking week. Huzzah! <laughs> for the first time, yeah. So his invite says plus partner, and it's uh, he asks the question: if you can invite anyone to be your partner, 
uh, who would it be? Do they have to be real or can they be fictional? Well, he hasn't framed that in the question, Oscar, so you go whichever way you want with it. I don't know. Do I have to go? Can I just stay in bed? <laughs> oh, that's oh. quite, yeah. You would just, at the minute, you would just stay in bed with a bucket of chicken. Can I cancel? Oh, Colonel Sanders. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking Colonel, Colonel Sanders. He was a real guy, too, so. He was. He was a real guy. But wouldn't you be more interested in the chicken than his presence? I don't know. Maybe he's nice. He seems like he'd be a good hugger. And you can find out the secret recipe. If you'd tell me. I put out on the first date, though, so I'm sure I can get it out of him. He'd show you his secret <laughs> blend of herbs and spices. Hey, yo. Well, I actually beat uh, beat you guys to the punch with this one, because um, I saw the tweet yesterday when I was quite drunk. And uh, right. <laughs> I believe my response was, I would take his missus. And um, <laughs> the way that I would tell my missus that she's being ditched is I'd hope she wouldn't look at my Twitter. And that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> or now listen to this podcast. All right, let's let's put some parameters on this. Let's give one footballing answer and one not full non-footballing answer. Okay, so okay. Johnny's Chuck, missus. Chuck, who's your footballing guest? Um, oh, it's Marad. If you go to a party, it's Maradona. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. We go. We're going out. <laughs> out, out. Seeing what's going to happen, we're going to like swear at some Nigerian delegates. Uh, then we're going to just start dancing with random people. The thought of you and Maradona partying together is mildly terrifying. <laughs> Only mildly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. Ian, who are you taking? The Peterborough owner. I love the Peterborough owner. Um, and he's not short of a bob, so it'd it probably, probably be quite a good night. But probably Gaza. Same reason as Maradona. Oh, really. yeah, Gaza. That'd be good. Who's Gaza? Who's Gaza? There's so many people named Gary. I don't fucking know. He's not even called Gary. He's not oh. called Gary. It's Paul, Paul Gascoigne. Oh, I don't really... I know the name. I don't really know him. Oh, What's man. The guy was amazing. En- enlighten me, please. Yeah, legendary uh, England midfielder who... <laughs> He's the one good... that snorted the line, right? That's Robbie Fowler. No, that's Rob oh, Robbie that's Fowler, Fowler, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, legendary England midfielder who was an absolute class above, uh, but also was an alcoholic and uh mm. fuck oh, okay. me. There are some stories. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. He's the guy who did the the amazing Euro ninety six goal against Scotland and then lay down and they all did the dentist chair and sprayed the water into his mouth, if you've ever seen that celebration. Nope. No, right? Because they'd all been out, and it had been it had been in the press, hadn't it? That they're the a photo from them all pouring booze into his mouth or whatever. Yeah, so that's funny. They picked up a water bottle off the side and like sprayed sprayed water in his mouth, like recreating. Oh, that's the really photo. funny. <laughs> yeah, I think the first Euros that were on TV over here was either oh four or oh eight. Oh fuck! Right. So that would okay. be way before. Yeah. 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 Of course, I don't really think that just access to it would not have been. Yeah, yeah no, not, I it would like, not I'd have never... been a thing. Yeah, yeah. of course, for sure. Uh, but there's, there's, there was another story that I think it was Merson told on uh, a, a panel show or something once about he used to live with Gaza and like Gaza had a mate, Jimmy Five Bellies. You're going to love this, Oscar. <laughs> Jimmy Five Bellies, um, who was just this bloke, <laughs> bloke who was a mate of Gaza, just a hanger on who used to do anything he used to say. Anyway, they would just go. They. Merson told this story about how they would go and get like a few bottles of really good red wine, chuck them all in a big jug, say, put a hundred quid each on the table, and then have a load of sleeping pills, 
they would take a sleeping pill an hour, keep drinking, just drink the red wine. The last <laughs> one shit. to fall asleep gets the money on the table. <laughs> I mean, that is fucking, fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely insane. But yeah, never wanted to play a game more in my life. That sounds like Oscar's weekend up till now, just with KFC <laughs> yeah, instead much. of sleeping pills. <laughs> yeah, with all the much. practice, I've just been mainlining gr- gravy, <laughs> just fucking chugging the gravy. Oh man, gravy's so good. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd take Balak. I just want to talk to him. I just oh, you love Balak, don't you? I do. He does love Balaks. All right, non-footballing <laughs> answers. Go. Well, I mean, I've I've already said it's. I'll take Johnny's missus. It's fine. Okay, doubling down on that one. Cool. <laughs> Never seen a picture, not bothered, just, yeah, <laughs> just to get one over on one of the listeners who gives us money. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's the one. <laughs> I mean, it's all about the services we provide. Is that a tear on there? We'll take take your missus out? <laughs> take your wife out. <laughs> Let Should me be. put that in there. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be between Stats Robot and Sock Person. <laughs> sock, sock Puppet. Socks is still the pinnacle. <laughs> yeah. Socks yeah, has course, to be the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know, wouldn't you take, like, some Harry Potter nerd or something, Oscar? Ooh, yeah, hopefully uh, Emily doesn't listen to this, but I would definitely try to take Emma Watson. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. She nice. Um, if, if we go non-football, then, I watched um, I watched a Baywatch film the other night. And oh, yeah. Alexandra Daddario. Yes, Alexandra. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He's very attractive. Oh, Alexandra, what's her name? Daddario. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought oh, you were going to say, word. like, oh, I'd take the rock. Oh, he yeah. does seem like a delight. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. a fun time. He's yeah. such a lovely guy. I like that. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's a positive guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy that he's in everything now. Have you watched Titan Games? We never talked about Titan Games. No, I didn't. No, no, it's really hard it. to watch that kind of stuff over here. You can't just find it online somewhere? Yeah. Legally. <laughs> Legally, gotcha, it's gotcha, hard gotcha, to watch gotcha, those gotcha. things over here. Okay. Well, it's been really fun. Is it, is, so it's like um, Ultimate Beastmaster or Ninja Warrior, but it's with The Rock, basically, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's actually... Do you remember American Gladiators? Or was there, like, European Gladiators? Yeah, so we had, we had Gladiators after... I can't remember which one came first, actually. I think the American one was first. I don't know. They had crazy names over here, like Turbo and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jet. Had, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Jet. Lovely yeah, yeah, yeah. Jet. Okay, fuck that, actually. I'll take Jet. Jet. <laughs> jet from I'll Gladiators. Jet from Gladiators. She was amazing. And would it be a Millennium Barn dance at the Oval Air? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, That's a very. It's been a while since we did a Partridge reference that would go right over Oscar's head. Yeah, definitely. Yep, I just smile and nod. <laughs> smile and nod. Uh, yeah, but Titan Games is kind of like that. They're all based off of like the Rock's workouts, so the intro to the thing is always just him lifting a tire or like throwing a <laughs> oh, big metal this. rod at a door. Yeah. I'm in. And then it's like head one v one always. Like uh, to the cool. death. It's been or... super good. At... Hmm? Like to the death or <laughs> yeah, exactly. To the waist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This blood. Sport. One of the workouts is just stabbing people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we got off the subject of Alexandra Daddario very quickly. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs> yeah. Speaking, she was in a movie with The Rock other than that one. The one with like the oh, earthquake um, or whatever it was called. Yeah, what's that called? Uh, San Andreas. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've watched Gratuitous the fuck out of that film. swimming in a white t-shirt yeah. scene in that. Slow motion saw it in IMAX. I was like, yeah. oh. Sitting next to Emily. And I was like, this is an interesting film. I really appreciate the quality in acting. <laughs> the cinematography is... She's definitely going to listen to this. And it's just... <laughs> you are so fucked. Yeah. I was so fucked. But no, I was, I was watching... So, Baywatch, which I thought was... Better than a lot of critics said it was. I thought it was all right. I never watched it. It's a fun film. No, I never saw it, but it looked like it would be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's it's a fun film. It's it's got a lot of yeah. No, it's got a lot of gags in it. It's good, and it's got Alexandra Daddario. Anyway, so like I was literally drooling over her, and Kelly went, "You're old enough to be her dad," and I went, "Fuck off!" Like, and then (laughs) (laughs) I suddenly thought, "Shit, what if I am?" And then I googled her, and she was thirty-two, and I was like. Fuck you. She's fucking only three years younger than me. <laughs> acting like I had a chance. Like suddenly in my head. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm creating All of a sudden a you're like, hang on a minute. I'm not out of the age range. Exactly. Like, Shoving can... Dwayne Johnson and Zac Efron out the way. Move <laughs> over, lads. Move aside, chumps. Stimpsons here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What did you... Yeah, Oscar, you said there, Zac Efron's an attractive man. Yeah, I had to hear that a lot from Kelly while I was... Yeah, no, I mean, he might be even more attractive than she is. Like, uh, you know, I, don't, I don't go that way, but damn. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That is impossible to deny. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a wonky eye, though. It really unsettles me. Has he? Yeah, you'll never be able See, to unsee it now. I'm one of these now. people. That's exactly it. That's, <laughs> I'm one of these people that as soon as someone says something like that, that's it. That's, that's be all I can see now. I mean, that's all I want to see. I don't, you know. But, <laughs> but fine. Oh, I want to see his dick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's a lot of dick jokes in the film. So there you go, Johnny. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know if you, don't know if you got question. what you wanted out of that. <laughs> yeah, don't know, but there you go. Uh, you paid for it, so thank you. Yeah, well, as a, as a, as a Patreon, I'm I'm continuing with a the patron. French thing. As a patron, um, you can pretty much guarantee that any questions you ask are going to get read out on the pod. That is pretty much a guarantee. Talking of patrons, we need to give a shout out to Johnny OG, new patron. Johnny OG. <laughs> Johnny OG comes in at the stats robot level, and that gives him access to our extra content. You can get a dedicated RSS feed, which you can load into your podcast app, and you will get extra podcasts from me, Chuck, and Oscar. Oscar does his nerdy newsstand. You're doing that pretty much every Friday, aren't you, Oscar? Yep, I record it while I'm pooping on my Friday morning while I'm getting ready for work. So there you go, guys. Great advert. Yep, lovely. (laughs) I do... (laughs) occasionally weekly fpl stuff although why you'd want to listen to my advice about fantasy football i don't know and chuck what do you do not a lot really i kind of get angry <laughs> I mean, I, and pose I interesting like it, questions but i don't know how to describe it <laughs> shower thoughts guys that's what you need there's, sh- there's been shower thoughts there's been yeah, shower there's thoughts been... there's more unfortunately a lot of them are of a similar theme chuck's angry rants was the name of one right yeah there was chuck's world of rage I just kind of wing it, guys. Let's face it. This is that's what I do. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to pledge uh, five dollars a month, you can get into our stats robot level, and that gets you all of that extra content, and that will drop into the same feed that your normal Miles Offside podcast does. Uh, also, I should mention if you check the show notes, we've still got Amazon Prime links, we've still got Audible links that you can sign up to. I put them in the show notes every week, UK or US. You can click on them click through and get a free trial of Audible or Amazon Prime and we will get a little kickback. 
So all the links, including Patreon, which is patreon.com slash milesoffsidepod, are in there. And if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter at milesoffsidepod and on Facebook as milesoffside. And also, next week, we've got uh, FA Cup fixtures. We haven't got any Premier League fixtures, so we might need your questions more than ever. So get in touch with us and we can string out your questions into the ridiculous content you've heard tonight. Yeah, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Just, just the, the tip. tip. Just the tip. There it is. Right, Oscar, have you have, have you cheered up a little bit, mate? Is that sure? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Is it better sure. now? Like you said, there's a bit more, you know, brightness to your face. You it's know, more of the you, anger. You, sure, I'm angrier than I was. Yeah, open sad. the curtains. Your 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 guy liner isn't running so much anymore. <laughs> where you've been crying, like I think it's the sippy cup more than anything else. I'm going to need to go refill that. So we got to wrap it up. I appreciate you even turning up. I appreciate the fact that the back of that cup says gravy, and so I'm not sure if it was actually <laughs> soda or not. It does. I hadn't noticed that it really does say gravy. It says gravy. Oh, my God. <laughs> so there we go, guys. Whilst Oscar goes off to refill his quart of gravy, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week, and we'll talk a bit about the FA Cup, Champions League, and whatever you guys want us to talk about. So see what happens. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.